Hey, everybody. It is Brett Stringer, your host for Music to Lead to. Welcome to another episode. Uh, today's guest is someone I've had the pleasure to, to work with um, and since I moved to Minnesota. Uh, when I was a principal in Minneapolis Public Schools, uh, my guest was uh, a, a real strong partner in the work that we were doing and that Minneapolis Public Schools continues to do to really break down the racist structures that have um, supported uh, supported the school system for a long time and therefore not supported a vast majority of our kids. And so um, we had some moments where some great partnership and some great learning um, for me as a leader. And I just really have always appreciated his his view, um, his, his honesty, uh, and his recognition that we all have a space to grow. Uh, so, uh, Dr. Michael Walker, it is great to see you, and welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. So, yeah, I'm excited. You know, I think about music all the time. Not that I'm a music buff, but definitely uh -huh. music uh, stands out to me. So, yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. And I, I'm not a musician, right? I've never really <laughs> been a musician. So, like, I can't get into the technical aspect, but I know it hypes me. I know it gives me reflection. So, like, that's for sure. That's where this is at. So. Um, well, yeah, so thanks for joining us. Uh, for those uh, that don't know you, uh, that may be outside of Minneapolis, uh, would you mind giving just a quick biography of who you are and uh, maybe family, professional, whatever you'd like to share? Oh, yeah, for sure. So <clears throat> Michael Walker, originally from, I was born in Gary, Indiana, and then my uh, mother decided to move to Minneapolis when I was about 10 years old, and we landed on the north side. So uh, I'm a north sider. I have um, five siblings. Um, all five of them graduated from North High School, and I'm the only one who graduated from Roosevelt High School in South Minneapolis. Uh, and that's because I wanted to go to Roosevelt in Gary, Indiana. So that's my only connection there uh, to why I chose Roosevelt here in Minnesota. I was an athlete, so I played basketball growing up. I was fortunate enough to play uh, college basketball. Is how um, I got to you know college and was able to not have to have any or not a whole lot of debt for, for college. You know, I think about how I got into education. I think my job, uh, you know, my path to education was a little bit differently. I wasn't mm -hmm. set out to be an educator. Um, I went to school and I started uh, my professional work was working in nonprofits with youth. And so I really enjoyed that. So I worked at the YMCA for about 10 years and I went back to get my master's in counseling. And when you do that, you have to do, you know, your uh, counseling internship hours. And when I was at my old high school, I went back to Roosevelt to do those internship hours. And that's how I got kind of like sucked into um, stay in education. The principal at the time, um, and he would love for me to be a counselor at his site. Uh, and when I finished, he uh, got me a job to work in the Career and College Center at Roosevelt, which was part of the Achieve and uh, Minneapolis Public Schools connection. I have four kids. They all attend Minneapolis Public Schools at the moment. I'm married. Uh, my wife, Christine, is also a Minneapolis Public School graduate from Roosevelt. So you see Minneapolis runs deep in, in me right now. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for giving us the background. Um, you know, I, as a as a recent uh, resident of Minneapolis, um, I have just found myself, you know, in learning so much about the history of Minneapolis right? and and what it means when someone says like yourself like I'm a north sider right like there's a there's there is so Some much pride in that <laughs> yeah there's so much passion and pride in that um, yeah, that you see that you know when we have discussions about 
uh, schools or community events or anything that's happening on the north side versus south side. Um, and I don't mean to say versus, but like in the but center. Yeah. But but there's very much like there's that passion behind there and there's reason. So so just a, a quick little background of what this is. But um, I, I don't really know what it is, but like <laughs> but um, it's kind of been in my head for about 10 years, 10, 15 okay. years. Uh, when I started teaching, I was driving to school one day. It was the first day, first month of school. And I put a song on to kind of, you know, hype me up to pull into the parking lot that day. And then that turned into this space of like every August at the beginning of every year, I came up with a theme song for the year. As I moved into leadership, that shifted into like a mixtape or a playlist. And so I started creating um, these playlists that were like 10 songs. So and I and I aligned them with um, the months of the school year. So August, she came out big. Right. Um, but the time you rolled around to like January, February, you got to write what type of space are you going to be in? Right. And so um, and so it helped me. It helped me just kind of a get excited for the year. B, it also from a leadership standpoint, helped me plan the year, helped me plan the thought like like what's the space that we're entering into? Right. I was just kept that to myself. It was just me listening to it on the drive in or whatever. But then over the years, I started talking to other leaders inside and outside of education and music would always come up. Right. And so sometimes it was just, hey, I grew up listening to this or here's, you know, here's my hype song or here's I put this on when I just need to work. And so I just thought it would be cool. I was sitting around last month and I thought it'd be cool to just start talking to people and like capturing it and seeing where everybody's at. For the purpose of our conversation today, I just have a couple of norms. The first one is uh, that the recognition that our stories, especially when we relate it to our leadership and our community and our kids and our students and, um, and the music that we've grown up with or listened to is extremely personal. And so sure. like, like just a right off the bat, just a note of gratitude that like whatever you're willing to share today, um, you know, I appreciate it because it is very personal to all of us. So um, the second thing is nothing's off limits. And then the third one is um, while I consider we talked a little bit about this at the beginning, while I consider myself to have a wide range of interests and genres and, and all that each conversation I'm learning something new or I'm hearing a song differently. Um, and so I just want to recognize that like you may throw something out there. Most likely every conversation, somebody throws out there something that I have never heard of. And I, and it's just a learning opportunity for me too. So the first question, what is one band group or artist that defines your childhood and what's the strongest memory that you have of them? Yeah, I mean, so I already kind of started off that I'm from Gary, Indiana, right? <laughs> so if anyone knows about Gary, Indiana, you know, one special artist or family came out of Gary, Indiana, the Jacksons, right? Yep. So probably the Jackson Five is a is a band or band or group that really um, kind of defines my childhood. But really, it's about Michael Jackson, the the lead singer, right? Um, so that's kind of that's kind of the group or band that that stands out to me and i really am a big fan of michael jackson if anybody knows that's my favorite artist of all time so i listen to a lot of michael jackson's music and songs and and whatnot strongest memory is that i actually got to see him in concert um yeah here in minnesota and i can't remember exactly what year but it was like 87 88 okay it was the um it was the uh the bad tour 
Yep. And so I got a chance to see him front and well, not front and center, but you know, I was, I was in the building. Let's say that I was in the building. <laughs> I, you know, as a little kid, I probably don't remember exactly where I was sitting, but I probably was like way up in the nosebleed somewhere. But just being there and and hearing him and watching him perform, I mean, he's the greatest performer mm-hmm. that I've ever seen. So, you know, that's that. Do you remember what you were wearing at the concert? <laughs> I do remember what I was wearing at the concert. <laughs> I had a black and white outfit. Now, okay. it probably was, it probably was, you know, not because we didn't have a whole lot of money. It probably was from Target, <laughs> what I had on. But it was like a, some black pants and like this white shirt, um, kind of. But yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like a dress outfit, but it was kind of like a more casual outfit. But it was purposeful. Um, it was, was purposeful. You were going to go see Michael Jackson, and it was purposeful. Yeah, it was black and white. Yeah, black and white outfit. Yeah, for sure. So the second question is, so what song do you listen to or, or artist do you listen to when when you got to do the work? Right. So the, we know that the work in education and specifically the work in Minneapolis, um, you got to push through. Right. You got to you gotta stick by your beliefs and push through. But there are those nights that, you know, the next day you're going to have a difficult conversation or your um, whatever it may be. Right. Uh, what is the. What is the song or the artist that you listen to when it's just you and you got to get the work done? Yeah, this is a this is a really deep question. And um, it makes me go back to when I very first started in the uh, Ph.D. program mm-hmm. over at the University of Minnesota. And one of our professors on the very first day, he asked us to bring in us in a song that kind of represents you and the work. Good. And um, the song I, I, I'm about to share is very provocative i guess i will use that term um it's it's by uh it's by the group called dead press i don't know if many people know it's a hip-hop group dead press and it's on the uh, i think the name of that album or is let's be free but it's called day schools day school it's definitely it definitely has some explicit lyrics on there okay but when you talk when you talk about doing the work and, and i think about work that i had been doing um really around um the office of black male student achievement it's that song Really center centers me on what I am trying to do and how to try to change outcomes uh, for black and brown students. And um, knowing what you're up against when you're trying to do that, whether it be around curriculum, whether it rebound the disproportionality of suspensions or referrals out of class, right? You have to have a a, uh, a foundation, right? And this, this song really kind of gets me in that um, mind frame. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll say that. So it's not it's not a nice song for some folks, but for me, it's a song that says, you know, you got to go fight, right? Yeah. You got to go stand your ground. You got to go up against the system and how the system has been designed and created, right? The next question is around kind of those values that you bring to to the work, or 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 not even just to work, right? I mean, we all our leadership values and our personal values overlap, right? And they have to, especially in our, in in our work. So um, is there a song or artist that uh, that sticks out that really reflects those values? Oh, my goodness. That's 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 very I mean, there's so many artists, right, that that kind of stands out to me, you know, and and as we're having this conversation, you know, I think about like um, in the process of going through the Ph.D. And one thing that I was really um, trying to center on is being mindful of who my scholars were and not just the scholars that have done it the traditional way of writing and 
you know, and writing articles, but the scholars of music, like to me, those, those are my scholars. So there I have, um, you know, I cited a lot of them in my, in my dissertation. And so when you say like, what, what song best embodies my values, there's so, there's so many, but I can just name some of the artists um, that really embody some of the things that I'm thinking, you know, I think Nas, right. Um, He has several songs um, that embodies my values and how I want to show up and how the world can be different. Mm -hmm. Um, I think about, um, you know, Wu-Tang Clan. I know everybody loves Wu-Tang, but, you know, Wu-Tang has some really deep um, lyrics and and some um, values and culture that is embedded in their songs and music. Um, that stands out to me. And then a, a, a subgroup of Wu-Tang, uh, Grave Diggers. I don't know if anybody ever, if people are aware of them, but they have a song called 12 Jewels that really resonates with me and, and has me think about my values. Um, so the next question was around, uh, is there a song or is there an artist that we just talked a little bit about your you know, non-traditional kind of way into school and school leadership? Um is there a trajectory? Is it is there somebody who represents that trajectory for you, or um, you know, from it, it go f- as far back as you want, or whatever? Right, the kid in Gary, Indiana, the kid that <laughs> saw uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> I don't know if it was Metrodome <laughs> or wherever, but like now you are uh, leading and supporting, you know, all the high schools in Minneapolis, Minneapolis public schools. Um, and is there a song or artist that says, yeah, that that represents my 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 path so you know i'm trying to think about it so there's there's a couple of songs that i i really use to reflect on me so i'm not sure if this is reflected if this is answering the question Mm -hmm. but it probably goes back to michael jackson right um man in the mirror Mm. right so um whether it's my journey or, or whatever part of the process i'm in i'm always looking at myself right who is Michael Walker in this work? How is Michael Walker showing up? What am I doing on a daily basis? Am I doing what I set out to do? Am I challenging the system like I want to challenge the system? Or am I, or have I been co-opted by the system? Mm. Right? I think too often we don't do, we don't look at the man in the mirror. We want to point fingers to what everybody else is doing and not hold the mirror up to ourselves and say, uh, Walker, you did this, and that actually is upholding white supremacy, or that actually is is upholding what we have done to black males in our school system over the years. If I'm not willing to look at in the mirror at myself, how can I ask anybody else those questions? Mm-hmm. And so when I think about my my leadership journey, is the man in the mirror is that I'm always looking at myself first. What am I doing? How am I showing up? What does that look like? Um and then the next one that comes up for that <laughs> for that journey is public enemy, fight the power, right? Now we got to fight the power. <laughs> Once I've looked at myself and 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 take that, taking that deep dive and look to see where I've, where I've had some missteps or needed to learn, now I can say, okay, so now how I'm going to fight against this systemic racism or this institution that has not done right by our black and brown students? So now I got to figure out how I'm going to do that. Right. So fight the power would also be uh, part of that uh, leadership journey. <laughs> time, to, time to bring the noise. <laughs> yeah. Right. Try to bring the noise. You know what I mean? <laughs>
So the last question is, or sorry, the last prepared question is thinking about where you are right now um, in creating that kind of playlist, right? And thinking about the first five. The way that we created mixtapes and the way that we created playlists took strategy, right? For sure. Because you got 60 minutes or however many minutes and, you know, you got five songs on this side or, or whatever's going to fit. And you can't hit yeah. that. You can't hit when the tape ends at the end. And you may have a perfect song, but you can't download it. So you wait till the radio plays it and then you hit record. Um, you know, so it's that level of strategy. It's that level of thinking, here's my goal. You know, I want to make sure this girl knows I love her. <laughs> you know and that mixtape where you get to school like here you go this is for yep, you here you go and like that's the biggest thing ever and you know you're in sixth grade or whatever it is but like um but that's that's the strategy that i would think about is just what what is it right now and it can change um but really thinking about those top five um mm -hmm. i'd love to hear what your top five would be right now so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to my phone because yeah, I think I named a couple of them that are that are on my top five. Um, so they schools is always in the top five. Like that's gonna always be there for me in my top five. The uh, Wu the Wu Revolution is always gonna be there. Outcast get out and get something. Yep. One of my favorites is. Um, Michael Jackson, and it's not—it's not even actually his song. It's um, "Ain't No Sunshine." He mm. he uh, re-sings that one, uh, and I think he's a little kid when he sings that one. But that's one of my favorite songs that Michael Jackson. I've sings. never heard that. Like "Ain't No Sunshine" like, when she's gone, and it's only and it's darkness every day. Yeah, Michael Jackson sings it. It is dope. Okay, so right. that's. That's the one that's always in my mix. How many is that? That's four. That's four. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then I guess I can always put in. Oh, this one is this one gets in there too. Imagine Dragons, Radioactive, and and the reason why that gets in there is because of the the goal for me is that how do I become radioactive in the spaces that I am for young people, right? And so trying to walk around and that and show that. Um, and then the same thing in, a, in adult spaces. How can I be radioactive? How can what I'm trying to do get on other people? Mm -hmm. And now they are starting to show up and challenge the system or really be unapologetic advocates for black students uh, within a system that hasn't been designed uh, for them to be successful. Right. So we talk, I, I think just kind of in the space that, that you and I have been in in our careers, it is about that kind of, you know, it's it's radioactive, it's it's power, it's fight the power, it's bring the noise. It's, it's like these like hard anthems that like sometimes we just got to stay that extra 30 seconds in the car before we step out. And because because that's just the work, that's what it takes. Mm -hmm. uh, so I want to flip it a little bit and go on the other side. Okay. So I don't know if there's a day of the week with Saturday, Sunday or whatever it is. That's kind of like this, like, okay, I need to kind of reflect <laughs> a little bit. If you get that opportunity, I don't know if you do with your kids, but um, I'm calling it kind of the Sunday morning mix. And so I, I wonder, 
who's at the top of that list. If you, you know, so we're Saturday when we're recording this. So tomorrow morning you mm -hmm. wake up first thing in the morning, you know, what, what are you putting on the, what are you putting on the speakers? Wow. That is a deep one. Look, <laughs> I, I think I can go to my bag of Michael Jackson's, right? Michael Jackson, could, any of those would, would fit into that, but I'm gonna try to step outside of Michael Jackson right now, <laughs> step outside of Michael Jackson. And I would probably say, um, which is which is a song that many people probably play and you see you probably heard in in movies cool in the gang celebration yep yep right that's a song that would probably be in there um sister sledge we are family that would be uh something i would play during that time it uh, also makes me think about when you said sunday mornings it made me go back to when i was growing up in uh in gary indiana for those years like that would be like our cleaning music like we'd put like yeah. the Motown stuff on to clean the house and get yep. ready for a church or whatever we were going to, which I don't know why Motown was to get ready to go to church music, but that's what we would do, getting dressed and cleaning up before we would leave and whatnot. So that probably was why when you said that those songs kind of came to, to my yeah. mind. Uh, yeah. Well, Michael, thank you. Uh, this was a great conversation. I love sitting down and talking to you. Um, you know, we've, I feel like all of our conversations up to this point have been around, you know, professional and around how we solve problems and right. uh, and things like that. And those are great conversations, but it's always good to hear what motivates us and what drives us. And I think music is music has been a big part of that for a lot of people. And so um, I appreciate your willingness to kind of share that and um, talk a little bit about your history and talk a little bit about your leadership story and um I won't call it an obsession, but your love for Michael Jackson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I really appreciate you asking the questions, you know, as, as you're sharing this and, and asking these questions, you know, some of those songs we just listen to and not even really be aware of how they have impacted our leadership or impacted the way we kind of show up and like, you know, help us get excited or bring us down or make us be reflective. And what you're really highlighting in these in this uh, podcast or this um, these questions is how has that impacted our lives and how does that impact how we show up at work and as leaders in in different um, you know organizations or fields that we work in. So that's pretty cool to make me reflect and think. Like I, I was doing it, but I wasn't. I don't know if I was really intentional about it or if I was aware of my intentionality about it. Yeah. That makes sense. It, helps me, it also helps me listen to uh, new music in a different way. Right. Like because it's pretty easy for us to get caught up in the hits and the and the nostalgia. But to hear new music where you're like, oh, OK, that hits a different way. Like that's OK. Um, so and that's sometimes the power of being around kids is that you learn new music. For sure. Well, Where, you can see all my stuff is still old. Hey, look, all the music I say was old, so I haven't they haven't infused me yet. Well, again, um, thanks for thanks for joining us. Uh, look forward to people's reaction. Um, I know that people are drawn to your leadership from all over the city and, and beyond. And so be real curious to see how people um, react to kind of hearing what what empowers you when you're driving from site to site or you're driving. <laughs> um, so and just want to thank everybody else for joining us this week. Um, as usual, each episode is released on Monday morning. So hopefully it aligns with your drive to work and it hypes you on, on the way to work. Uh, and have a have a wonderful afternoon or day or night or where whatever time it is uh, where you're at. Thank you.